Hi, everybody. I'm John Christensen. I'm the host of The Wealth Confidant, and I thought it would be kind of fun to do something a little different, especially with school getting back into session right now. Pretty much, I think, everywhere in the country, it sure is in the area that I live in. And I thought it would be interesting to talk about how we have an opportunity in this moment when our kids are heading back to school, regardless of their age, as wealth creators, as, as people who are trying to create lives of fulfillment and meaning, we have an opportunity to influence and do influence our kids in, in lots of ways as it relates to money. My wife and I, our, our kids have gone through the school years. We've been fortunate to get them through college and all the things that needed to occur. But even for us, there's a little bit of triggering that comes this time of year. My wife was even saying, I, I can still feel that feeling of anxiety and worry and all the things that have to happen right before the kids went back to school. And she was still feeling some of that. And we were kind of reminiscing on how this time of year is so jam-packed with things and things to do and think about and prepare for. So I thought it would just be an interesting time to talk a little bit about the influence of money and as parents, how we can influence our children as it relates to the money and our relationship to money and what we hope for them. Some of the conversations I've had on recent podcasts have been really interesting and specifically regarding the influence that parents have on their children. We do have tremendous influence on our kids around money. Danielle Town was one that I interviewed not long ago and what her father taught her about investing through her upbringing, Bobby Rebell's relationship with her mom. And that led to her teaching and wanting to teach her own kids about investing and financial independence. Cameron Huddleston's lessons she learned from her parents after one of her parents, actually both of her parents, had, had major and complicated health issues and concerns that led to learnings around money that she wants to share with her kids and her family. Amitabh Shah learned from his parents family values, including gratitude and generosity, and that was within a traditional Indian culture. So lots of examples in recent conversations about how money influences our kids directly through conscious influence and sometimes indirectly. But anyways, there are special issues that, that wealth creators face when raising their children. Effectively, we want to, out of our own experience, to create an environment where our kids have maybe a better life than, than we had or try and provide that. And in doing that, I think we can raise our children effectively in a pain-free life that can be provided. They can have the best schools. They can have great opportunities, sports and otherwise. They can have phenomenal education. And so that overriding fear, though, that parents have, and I hear a lot and I've experienced in my own life, this, this fear that we're going to leave our children somehow financially illiterate or worse or even unmotivated due to the affluence they've been around or experienced. So definitely there's special issues that wealth creators face when it comes to raising their kids. And I think that children of wealth creators have the opportunity to both have these advantages, but there's also disadvantages when it comes to learning basic life skills, financial skills. Their non-affluent peers have to acquire those earlier on. There's maybe more consequences, more need to do certain things that affluent kids may or may not have to do. And that can lead to things like or fears around a lack of motivation for our kids, identity issues. 
even maybe embarrassment. I don't want to be, you know, known as the rich kid or have even people think about that. Uh, I actually remember a situation with a couple I was coaching that their daughter didn't want any of her friends to come over to the house because she was embarrassed. And in a lot of ways felt like that really impacted her ability or their child's ability to build deep and meaningful friendships, which led them to make some significant changes in their lifestyle and the way they live their life because they wanted a different experience for their daughter. Parents can start conversations with children about money and budgeting. And what a great time to do it, the beginning of the school year. Everything's new. Everybody's heading in with their brand new school clothes and backpacks and school supplies. And, and what an opportunity to start a conversation right now about money and budgeting. Some tips that parents can use to start having some of those conversations can be grounded in simple things like just the values you have and specifically maybe even money values that are important to you and to your family and that you would like to pass on to your children's life. Effectively being the model of what you hope your children become as it relates to money. So in your particular case, you might as a family really value experiences or you might value education or you might value generosity, just to name a few. And those things are not going to get transferred very effectively if you're not modeling those in your own life, if you're not talking about the importance of those in your particular family, so that your children have a chance to both see and hear that and to experience that in ways that if you don't do it, they won't have a chance to do that. And the probability then of transferring that value to them goes down meaningfully. Another one is allowances. What an interesting time to reset allowances or the idea of allowances for kids. It's a chance for them to practice, practice money, spending, saving, sharing money and allowances, regardless of the age. And of course, in age appropriate ways, give you a chance to work with your kids and also to fail. It's something I want to talk about in a little bit, but we, we don't like our kids to fail. It's hard to watch our children fail, but what an opportunity when they're in our home and under our influence to have and use the allowance as a way to teach them basic money skills, even opening up a checking account or a savings account, or even the importance of just working and how work connects to our money and the importance of, of earning a living and earning money as a part of funding the things we need in life. In my own personal experience with raising kids, just being honest and vulnerable, I sure have made gobs of mistakes. I, I mention a lot, many of them in the Wealth Creators Playbook, a book I wrote recently. But one of the big ones was for my wife and I is just maybe the lack of consequences. In some instances, we felt badly about our kids making a financial mistake. And I shared one, I think in the book, as it related to a bunch of car issues and, and just continuing to feed that car machine with money and expenses and not at some point saying no, because it would have impacted our life. We would have had to driven the kids around at the time they were in high school and, and we didn't want that inconvenience. And so instead of setting consequences and and saying, no, we continued to operate in that way, which wasn't good, and really, in a lot of ways, rescued our kids. If I look back at what I regret, I wish we would have maybe had more opportunities for our kids to fail where they had to then do something. And that's a tension point that's just super uncomfortable. I mean, you just, you don't want to deal with it. The kids don't want to deal with it. And as parents, it's just so easy to go fix it because we got the money and we can do that easily and take that pain away. But we also miss the opportunity for our kids to learn. And, and then fear of failure. I think we want our kids to be successful and we want them to have opportunities. And 
And money can create pathways to those things occurring. And when our kids make poor choices or poor decisions, again, opportunities to come in and, and fix and, and change that outcome without any real strong consequences. And I think non-affluent peers don't have that flexibility. And that's one of the reasons they're forced to learn skills, whether it be work or budgeting or saving in a very different way than, than maybe our own kids. But all that boils down to this idea of age-appropriate communication. And I can't state enough how important it is to talk about money in the home. We are a byproduct in our own lives of what our parents taught us about money growing up. Our money history, what role money played in the home growing up, what lessons we learned from our own parents, and then what we took into adult life. And a lot of times we found that in the work I've done is that we have taken in these lessons that were maybe never taught. We had to figure it out for ourselves and or parents taught us things that weren't very healthy for us. Well, here we go back to school. It's a chance to reset that, a chance to talk about money in a different way and, and just talk about it openly instead of ignoring it and having it be taboo and hoping your kids figure it out. And so having the opportunities, even as the kids become older and become teens, to expanding that conversation to include things like maybe larger sums of money, just as an idea, give them enough money to budget for all the things they're going to need for a period of time, maybe even the whole school year, and let them deal with the choices they have to make around, do I get to buy another pair of jeans or do I get that extra latte or am I going to save that money? Lots of experiences and conversations with clients who have found that to be an incredibly valuable both teaching and communication tool in the home and just opening up and being vulnerable in your own life about the places you've failed around money and how it's created maybe anxiety and worry and the things you're working on. It could also include opening up your budget and how you think about money and the things you spend your money on that are important to you. Obviously, depending on the age, it might not be dollar amounts, but maybe it's just, you know, here's the things that, that we care about in our home and why we spend the money we do on them. So there's a few ideas and a few things to think about as we're heading back into the school season. And I hope that that's helpful to you. If you have any questions about relating your money and your kids, by all means, check out my book, The Wealth Creator's Playbook. I have a whole chapter on other thoughts as it relates to that that maybe I didn't touch on fully today. Or reach out at J.C. Christensen. Email is john at jcchristensen.com. So anyways, hope that's helpful. And I hope this is the best school year as it relates to money with your kids that you've had yet. Go live fully.
Wealth Confidant is produced by Anna McLean and Target Marketing Digital. Our theme song is Day is Gonna Come by Royal Deluxe.